Hello, and welcome to Simple Man Sermons, the preachings of a simple man called by God to share the good news of Jesus Christ. Today's sermon is going to be entitled, Living a Lie, the Lie of False Liberty. Liberty and freedom are words that get thrown around a lot in our culture, especially here in America. But I would submit to you that true freedom, true liberty, is more than just saying the words. You actually have to be free. You actually have to have that liberty. Ironically, many people, they want to be free and they think they're free, but they've actually made themselves slaves because they don't want to submit to something, to anything. They want to be in charge. They actually become ruled over by an evil master. How many of you have heard this? I'm a free thinker. Or I'm free to do this, or I'm free to do that. Well, I would submit this, that you're not free if you're being ruled by sin, then sin is your master. If you're laying awake at night, tormented and troubled by evil thoughts, by bad things, if you can't get that coveting of that man or that woman that you don't have out of your head, that next dollar, that next thing, that next shiny thing, that jealousy, that worry, those anxieties, if those trouble you at night when you lay your head down, they trouble you in the morning when you wake up, if they trouble you in your breaks between work, if those things are always in your head, if those are always in your thoughts, then you're not a free thinker. You're a slave to those things. If there's things in your life that you do habitually that rule over you, then you're a slave to those things. Think about this example. We all know somebody that smokes heavily. Think about them. Even when it's cold and miserable outside, raining, they don't want to be outside. You know they don't, but they go outside to smoke and they're standing in the rain and the cold and the heat and the whatever it is. You obviously know they don't want to be out there, but they're a slave to that thing. Now, I'm not saying that uh, tobacco is good or bad or alcohol is good or bad. They're just things. But if you're a slave to any of those things, you're being ruled by them. You don't have liberty. Anything that is ruling over you, you are a slave to. That could be anything. That could be something, f food. Food is a good thing. We obviously all need food. But if you're ruled, if what is in your diet is ruling over you, if you have no control over what you eat or how often you eat or anything like that, then you're a slave to that. That is your master. Romans 6.16 puts it like this. Do you not know that when you offer yourselves to someone as obedient slaves... You are slaves to that one you obey. Whether you are a slave to sin which leads to death or obedience which leads to righteousness. Here's a reality you have to accept. You are not the be-all, end-all, center of the universe. The world doesn't revolve around you. Things are bigger and more powerful than you. You're in a war, the Bible says. Read in 2 Corinthians 2.10. It's presuming that we're in a war. We'll get more into that later in this sermon. Like it or not, it's the way that it is. You were born into a war, into a battle. A battle for the hearts and souls and minds of humanity. The Bible calls Satan many things. He also calls him the God of this world, the God of this age, the Prince of this age. And obviously Jesus is the King of King and Lord of Lords. Don't be sucked into the lie of Satan of this false liberty, this false freedom. That's not freedom at all. 
If you're being ruled and tempted by horrible thoughts and actions, if they have control over you, then obviously you're not free. If you say that you're free, you're free and you keep choosing to do things you know aren't good, things you don't want to do, you keep thinking about things you don't want to think about, then you're obviously not free. You're a slave to those things. Again, Romans 6. Do you not know that when you offer yourselves to someone as obedient slaves, you are slaves to the one which you obey? Whether a slave to sin which leads to death, or obedience, or which leads to righteousness. Notice there's no middle ground there. You're going to be a over, someone is going to lord over you. Are you going to give yourself over to the thoughts and cares of this world and be ruled by them? By Satan? I know that sounds harsh, but as it says, like the Bible says, the God of this world, 2 Corinthians 4, 4. If he's the God of this world, of this age, if you're being ruled over by the thoughts and things of this world, by care and fear and anxiety and the things of this world, then I would submit that you're not free. Just because you call yourself free doesn't make you free. I found in life that a lot of people have a hard time coming to Christ and surrendering to them because they think surrender and following orders is something lesser than. And I'm not a Christian because I'm so holy and pious and righteous and wise. This isn't a podcast about me. These aren't sermons about me. But let me just tell you that I'm a Christian because I was stupid enough and stubborn enough, long enough, to realize that God is smarter than me and wiser than me. And He loves me more than I could love myself. And there's no weakness in submitting to someone that's better than you. Especially when that person is God, the one that made you and created you and loves you. As a soldier, I follow every order, whether I like them or not. The analogy may break down a little bit because I may sometime, as a soldier in the U.S. military, get orders that aren't good. But that's not the case with God. His orders are always good. His ways are far above our ways. His thoughts are far above our thoughts. You find that in Isaiah 55. You see, it doesn't make me less of a man or less of a soldier to follow the orders of someone above me. If I'm a sergeant and I take orders from a master sergeant, that doesn't make me less of a man. The ability to follow orders well makes a good soldier. This is from 2 Timothy 2. This is from Paul. Endure suffering along with me as a good soldier of Christ Jesus. Soldiers don't get tied up in the affairs of civilian life. For if they did, they could not Please, the officer who enlisted them. If you're called to be a soldier, be a good soldier. Whether you like it or not, you're in a warfare, in a battle. Submitting yourself completely to God and humbling himself, humbling yourself before Him does not make you less. It makes you greater. No matter what you think or believe, it doesn't change the truth. All strength and all wisdom and all power comes from God. Even to the atheist who doesn't acknowledge it. All strength, all power, all wisdom, all good things come from God. He is the source of all good things. If I went to your desk or your cubicle or your car if it was unlocked, pick a place and I stuck $100 under your seat and you found it later and you had no idea who put it there, it wouldn't change the fact that I gave it to you. 
is the same with gifts from God. Even if you don't acknowledge it, even if the atheist doesn't realize it, even if the Buddhist doesn't understand it, the one true God is the giver of all good things. Humbling yourself and submitting to Him does not make you less. It sets you free. It may seem strange, odd, that submitting yourself, humbling yourself, would give you greater strength and power. But it is so. Think about David, the least and smallest of all his brothers, who were already soldiers. Did he slay Goliath because he was so strong and mighty and powerful? No, because God was with him. God gave him strength. When Samson picked up a jawbone and killed a thousand men, obviously Samson was strong and his strength came from God, but no man could do that unless God was with him. God was his strength. God made him stronger. When Daniel went into the lion's den, did he survive because he was stronger than the lions? No, because he trusted in God. That's why Daniel survived the lion's den, because the next men that got thrown in were eaten. When Peter walked on the water, it wasn't because he really wanted to. It wasn't because he was free and he had so much liberty in himself and he was so great. It was because he trusted in Jesus and he walked on the water. So at least be honest with yourself and admit that you're being ruled by lust, coveting, jealousy, anger, anxiety, worry, fear, doubt, condemnation. If these things are plaguing you, then you're not free. And I have news for you. No man can overcome these things because he is good enough or strong enough. For the Bible says all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. No one is righteous. No, not one. No one can stand against Satan on his own footing. So don't try. Submit and surrender. Not to Satan. Not to the lusts. Don't give in to them. Go to a better, stronger, more loving master. You know the key to being free? There is a key. I bet you know what I'm going to say. Yes, it's Jesus. Whom the Son sets free is free indeed. John eight thirty six. If the Son therefore shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. Free from these things. Freedom in these things. True freedom, true liberty. Comes because you're being protected by one stronger than you. Because you submitted to a loving, righteous, perfect master. Matthew 11, Come to me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. My yoke is easy and my burden is light. If you feel that yoke of slavery, those chains, if you're being ruled by those things, by those thoughts, by those actions, by the prince of the power of the air, by the god of this age, by Satan. If he's having dominion over you, run to Jesus. Take his yoke. It's easy and the burden is light. Shut off the yoke of sin and slavery and take on the yoke of Jesus Christ, whom the Son sets free is free indeed. Like we said earlier, you're in a battle, you're in a warfare, whether you like it or not. Don't try to face down your sin, your guilt, your shame, your condemnation. Don't try to face down Satan toe-to-toe. -to -toe. You'll lose. 
But here's the good news. The gospel, the New Testament, it's called the good news. There's one better and more beautiful and perfect and stronger than you and stronger than Satan. Submit yourself to him. Be his soldier. Humble yourself therefore under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in due time. Cast all your cares upon him because he cares for you. 1 Peter chapter 5 You're in a warfare, but there's good news. Spoiler alert, God wins. Fast forward to Revelation. God wins. Be on the winning side. Be on the winning team. Submit yourself to God. Cast all your cares upon Him. Again, 1 Peter chapter 5. Humble yourselves therefore under the mighty hand of God, that He may exalt you in due time. Cast all your cares upon Him, because He cares for you. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary the devil is a roaring lion, walking about, seeking whom he may devour. Like the second part of that verse says, the adversary, the devil, sin, worry, guilt, fear, condemnation, anxiety, is prowling around looking for you. Don't let it rule over you. Going all the way from 1 Peter all the way back to Genesis chapter 4. All the way almost from one end of the Bible to the other. To put this in context, this is Genesis chapter 4. This is right before the very first murder when Cain kills Abel. And this is what God said. Sin is crouching at the door, and its desire is for you, but you must rule over it. Don't go through life thinking that you're free in false liberty. Because you're too proud to humble yourself and follow Jesus. Don't go through life thinking that you're free and die a slave. Run to Jesus just as you are. He is bigger and stronger than your sin, than your worry, than your doubt. Run to God. Run to Jesus. Isaiah 45. Turn to me and be saved. Hebrews 12.2 Fix your eyes on Jesus. Fix your eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith. This is the same verse from the New Living Translation, Hebrews 12. Let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that is so easily trips us up. Let us run with endurance the race that God has set before us. We do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. Now Satan is the god of this age. Obviously there will be trials and tribulations in this world and this life as long as you're on this earth. And there will be struggles in this life. Jesus said as much. But face those struggles as a free man. Run to Jesus, whom the Son sets free is free indeed. Cast off that yoke of sin and condemnation and guilt and shame and put on the yoke of Jesus. His yoke is easy and his burden is light. Whatever situation and circumstance you're in, the key to freedom is Jesus. It's God. Run to him and be free. Romans 5 How much more will those who receive God's abundant provision of grace and the gift of righteousness reign in life through the one man, Jesus Christ? If you're not a Christian, I hope that you'll be so. Submit yourself 
declare Jesus as your Lord and Savior and be free. And if you are a Christian and you're struggling, if sin is gaining a foothold somewhere in your life, stopping you from reigning in life, bring it to Jesus. Don't turn away from Him in shame. He's an all-knowing, all-powerful God. Nothing that you've done or are thinking about surprises Him. Go to Him with it. Submit it to Him. Surrender it to Him. Give the battle to Him. And be free. Be truly free. Not the false freedom that Satan parades around in this life. Not freedom to sin, but freedom from sin. True freedom in Christ and Christ alone. Thank you for listening to Simple Man Sermons. Trust in God. Seek God. Rest in His love. Love your neighbor. And have an abundant life. And until next time, have a blessed day.